Okay, as we've mentioned throughout the afternoon, Peel Memorial in Brampton announcing that they've had to close their urgent care because of the Omicron surge. And that is just the latest example of a vulnerable health care system that more and more people are now speaking up and saying needs to be addressed. Now, one of those is Brampton Mayor Patrick Brown, who has been speaking out recently and sounding the alarm when it comes to COVID and health care. And the mayor joins us now here on Global News Radio. Mayor Brown, good afternoon. Thanks for your time. Afternoon, my pleasure. All right, I want to ask you first about shutting down Peel Memorial. Just uh, how unprecedented, how tough was this a decision? And is this somewhat, do you think, emblematic of the vulnerability of our hospitals that COVID has exposed? Well, I think the hospitals are certainly very fragile. The shutting down of the urgent care clinic is not uh, as much of a surprise as you'd think. Um, the urgent care clinic uh, is a day clinic that is on a, a separate facility, uh, the old decommissioned Peel Memorial. And that had been shut down for most of the pandemic. It only had reopened in, in December. Um, but it really speaks to the fact that we, we are incredibly short when it comes to health human resources right now, that we have um, spaces available that we just can't staff. And, and this is an example of it. Yeah, and as I mentioned, you've been speaking out on this uh, recently, uh, pointing to the fact that Canada has one of the lowest rates of acute care beds per capita in the world. And I think, Mayor Brown, that's a fact that would surprise a lot of people listening here this afternoon. Well, as Canadians, we take pride in our universal health care system and, and you know, I support universal care. But I think we need to have an honest conversation about how fragile the system is. We went into the pandemic with 90% of our hospital beds in use, when in most other countries, it was about 60, 65%. You look at the US, it was 64%. And so the slightest uptick in cases means that we have to go into lockdown. And unfortunately, we've seen the government take the lazy approach rather than building new capacity, both staffed and beds, we continue to have uh, a, a cycle of, of lockdowns. And it's why I felt compelled to speak out it to say, we've had this pandemic for two years. We're spending more money than ever before um, on COVID supports. And maybe instead of uh, subsidizing lockdowns, we should be talking about how we can increase our healthcare capacity so we don't have to revert to lockdowns um, anytime there's a slight uptick in cases. All right. So how do we fix this? How do we go about this? I mean, is it just a case of money? Because as you well know, healthcare already eats up a pretty significant portion of government budgets. I think it's a combination of, of funding. Um, certainly new staffing is going to, there's a funding component there, but I also think we can do a lot more outside the hospitals. Um, you know, we do more inside the hospitals that is elective than almost any country in the world. And so, you know, I look at cataract surgery, uh, hips and knees, you could have OHIP funded, publicly funded procedures that occur outside the hospital rather than, you know, taking away precious uh, hospital capacity. But, you know, those conversations have almost been taboo. We've got the status quo in healthcare, and no one wants to have conversations about how we free up that capacity. You know, I have to say, I'm encouraged by the news today um, that the health minister, Christine Elliott, is bringing in um, international accredited nurses. Um, but that's a topic of that's an example of a topic that was taboo. I know in my own community we have thousands of healthcare professionals that are foreign trained that have passed their Canadian equivalency exams. They're accredited. They want to work. They want to help. But the status quo was they weren't allowed. And so some of these 
sacred cows in the healthcare system, we're going to have to have conversations around. And whether it's allowing foreign trained professionals to work, whether it's looking at what we can do outside the hospital, we need to start having those conversations because to run a healthcare system that is perpetually on the brink isn't responsible. And I have to say, even before the pandemic, I know in Brampton, our, our hospital was routinely at 120% capacity. And so for anyone to say the healthcare system is perfect are, say, are, are misleading. We have to have these honest conversations and say, you know, how can we make our healthcare system more effective for Canadians? Yeah, we've seen hallway medicine going on for far too long uh, in this province. And when you talk about honest conversations, Mayor Brown, why is it so hard, do you think, to have those uh, conversations? Because this is something that comes up time and time again. But when it comes to health care, it seems so difficult for leaders to have those conversations and for leaders to lead here. I think, unfortunately, in Canada, we see governments that work election cycle to election cycle. It's very short term. And so a crisis emerges like an uptick in cases, and they're thinking, what's the one month? What's the one month picture uh, to to solving this this crisis? You know, what are the talking points for that press conference? When we need to start be look, looking at the big picture, and the big picture is, you know, how how do you actually fix the structural problems? And that's not going to happen overnight. That's not going to be a solution that is solved in a month. But you can solve it over years. And so, what we need is is a government that's willing to make the long-term commitment to fix these inequities and structural problems in our hospital system. Yeah, is that something you think that government can do? Can governments actually tackle this problem? Because as we know, the number one job of any government is to retain power, is to stay elected, to win the next uh, election. So is this something that uh, might be better off with, I don't know, dare I say a task force or, or something like that to, to look into this and come back with some really good, solid, uh, strong recommendations for the long term. Or a royal commission. Um, mm-hmm. But it would, it would still take the the government of, of a day to have the political courage to say, we're going to do what's right in the long term, not just the short term of election cycles. And so, you know, I'm hopeful that I'm hopeful that that can happen. Um, you know, yeah, there are topics where we're seeing that. Uh, that leadership. You look at you look at climate change. Well, we're 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 tackling as a country and as a society the growth in in emissions, and those are long term adjustments, not short term changes. You look at the electrification of transit fleets across the country uh, or carbon capture. Those are examples of big picture changes that are needed to protect our environment. We need to look at those big picture challenges and changes that are required um, to make sure we have a healthcare system that is sustainable for generations to come. Yeah, and really, how important is this, Mayor Brown? Because when we look at and we talk about the vulnerability of the healthcare system, which has been exposed during this uh, pandemic, and you alluded to this a few minutes ago, I mean, this affects our entire society. It's got a trickle down effect, right? Because to you know preserve our, our healthcare system and public health, we've seen the repeated lockdown of businesses, uh, the closing of schools once again, and the like. Yeah, it's it's got an enormous consequences for a society, and whether it's children not in school or critical services that aren't aren't available, um, huge consequences. So we have to fix this. You know, I have two children um, who are quite young, and I, you know, I grew up in in a country where we had a healthcare system that was accessible for everyone, and and I don't want to lose that. I worry if we don't have the courage to confront this, we are going to lose it. 
Yeah. Are you fearful that this is just a, a passing moment that we're feeling this right now uh, inside this uh, two-year pandemic and that uh, five years from now we're still in the same place when it comes to health care? Because, you know, sadly, we've seen history. Uh, I think we're seeing it maybe repeat itself here that we've seen uh, flu uh, surges in flu cases, uh, you know, put the healthcare system and hospitals at risk uh, before. And we've just kind of carried on. Uh, same old, same old down the line. Are you fearful that that's the situation we're going to be in, say, three, four, five years from now? I am fearful uh, that we're not going to learn um, this this incredible lesson that we've learned from the pandemic. I think the pandemic has taught us uh, how fragile a healthcare system um, is. We've we've learned um, how uh, diminished our domestic production capacity is for uh, healthcare um, uh, products. Uh, and you know, if we don't learn this lesson, then shame on us, um, because this could happen again. You know, I, I think we've learned from from this pandemic um, how exposed we are, and you know, we're, we're letting down future generations that may face a similar predicament if if we don't learn from it. Without a doubt, Brampton Mayor Patrick Brown with us this afternoon. Mayor Brown, really appreciate the time and the conversation. Thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. All right, there goes Brampton Mayor Patrick Brown. And again, just want to uh, underscore, because I think it's a bit of an eye-opener. I know it was for me when I read this uh, over the weekend that uh, Canada, and again, as Patrick Brown uh, mentioned, I mean, we really do uh, hold in high regard with a lot of uh, esteem, if you will, our healthcare system in this country, and rightfully so in a lot of cases and in a lot of ways. But Canada, according to the uh, Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, the OECD, we currently have one of the lowest rates of acute care beds per 1,000 people. As a matter of fact, uh, we're pretty much at the bottom of the list. And again, I think this is a real eye-opener. It is only Sweden, Colombia, and Chile that have got fewer beds per capita than Canada at 1.9 per 1,000 people. Again, I think uh, just a real eye-opener. All right, that does it for our time here on this Tuesday. Thanks, as always, for yours. I'm Jeff MacArthur. Have a great rest of the afternoon and day. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 on The Morning Show on Global Television. And in the meantime, keep it right here on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.